whether we are in a male body or a female body, we are all both male and female. And uh, that is then in Hindu stories explained through the story of Adnarishwara. And it's very recognizable in the sense that there's a similar story with Jesus and Mary Magdalene. And the story is like this, that Shiva is traveling with some of his devotees and also with Shakti, with his spouse. And some of the devotees, which are all male, aspirant yogis, they start complaining about the presence of Shakti there because they feel, okay, that's not really what this is about. It's distracting. And, um, no, should she not be excluded from the path, which they saw particularly as, as a male path. And so then Shiva transformed himself into this figure of Ardhanarishwara, which is half Shiva, half Shakti, you know, like cut here in the middle. Beautiful image showing you know, that we all have these both sides and that the very purpose of yoga is also to bring these both sides together. And so then, what do we really mean by male and female here? That corresponds no, to the solar and the lunar energy. The solar energy and the lunar energy are actually one energy. This is the first thing to understand. One cannot exist without the other. It's like if you have electricity in a wire, then you need a positive pole and a negative pole. Otherwise, you will not have any electricity in the wire. So, the polarity you can say in between the solar and the lunar is needed for things to happen, for things to change. And so, that is also why we have these two sides of the brain, one which is more solar and one which is more lunar, which could be simply translated as saying one is more emotional and one is more rational. Both are thinking parts of the brain, of course, but one thinks more in emotions and in images, and the other thinks more in words and, and rationally. So these two are needed, and a lot of the inner dialogue that we have is between these two parts of the brain. There are, of course, also many other dialogues, let's say, between the frontal brain and the hind brain and the midbrain. But basically, the most important discussion is, I'm feeling this, but I'm thinking that. Yeah, but still, I'm feeling this, but I'm thinking that. That can go on like quite endlessly in our mind, that we feel in another way than uh, that our heart and our head is not in agreement. And so, these two ways of, of being, really, uh, which we can call male or female, they are both needed. You know? Emotion and rationality, both are needed to come to a, a good conclusion. You know? If we look at things only from the emotional side, 
It cannot be right, no? and if you look only from the rational side, it also cannot be right. Both have to be there together. And uh, in this way, many of the discussions between men and women about how men are and about how women are, are really beside the point. No? And, and as you say, yes, stigmatizing to some degree in both directions, I would say. No? And there the real answer is to see the complementarity of, of both ways of being. And uh, with all this, of course, we have to be very clear and not stigmatize anybody in any way by saying also that you no, know, some women are much more solar than some men and some men are much more lunar than some women. So it's not because, you know, you have boobs, let's say, that you have to be so lunar <laughs> and uh, vice versa. No, it's, you know, only in a very general way, like on average, that we can say that, okay, men tend to be more solar and women tend to be more lunar in a very general way. And, uh, yeah, so then you can say whenever a problem comes up, both will have a little bit a different way of, of dealing with it. The guy usually then wants to reason that problem away or find some rational, practical solution for it, solve it. While actually the woman, if she brought up the problem, is not really asking for that, but is more asking for some attention for, you know, the ability to be able to accept that problem to be there and deal with whatever feeling it is it is causing. You know? And then the man is doing his very best to solve something which may not be something that can be solved and does not understand because he's too much in this solar thinking and maybe not so much in tune also with his feelings, you know, that all the woman wants is actually to be heard there, you no? Know? And to share a kind of feeling, maybe a sadness around something, I don't know. So that in sharing, it can also be somewhat exhausted as a feeling and we can move forward. Whether then we can bring a change to that situation or not. You know? So these, these discussions are there, yes, for sure, between people. I mean, uh, I think even if you have a couple consisting of two men or two women, you will also have that kind of difference between characters where one may tend to be more solar and the other may tend to be more lunar. And so that will always somehow be there in society, in any kind of group of people even. That difference you will find, some part of the group will be more action-orientated, thought-orientated, solution oriented and the other will be more wanting to enjoy things, feel things, express things. This is always there. And so the truth is not in any one of these. The truth is in the middle or in a balance between these two. And uh, see how, how that can, you know, work together in in a couple or, or even, I would say, more generally in society, this opposition between solar and lunar thinking, let's say, we can find it even also in politics, for example. 
one part which is more about you know like organizing rationalizing having a plan and so on and the other is more about yeah but how does it feel and how can we care for uh, people better no this is also there no one is saying oh if only we can have a very good economy a very good business going on then everybody will be happy because the fridge will be full that's more the male approach i would say more the solar approach and then others say, yeah, but what about people who cannot work, who cannot earn so easily? What about people who are old? What about the animals and uh, nature who is getting exhausted with all this economic activity? That's the lunar side. And you cannot say that one is right and the other is wrong, because both have uh, certainly something to bring to that debate. You know? And so in that way, uh, when we properly understand and accept this complementarity of these two ways of being, then many problems in life can very easily be understood and solved. But that is, of course, the problem with mind, no? that mind always thinks in yes or no, black or white, and cannot see that, that complementarity so easily. That is actually called wisdom. No? <laughs> we talked about it also last week, no? when I explained that when we look at truth, aside of the one absolute truth uh, of the self, if we look at any other truth, then that truth will never be totally true. No? It will always be relative. Why? Because there will be some other truth that is also there, to some extent, important in, in whatever you're trying to do. So to be able to see, okay, a little bit of that and a little bit of that, that's what's going to work. A balance between these two, that is going, what's going to work. And it's not about who is right or who is wrong, but how we can combine the two viewpoints, which anyhow each has certain validity. And so that uh, understanding is, is very important. And uh, related also then in terms of meditation to six chakra where Ida and Pingala, the solar and lunar channels, they come together and where we try to bring the energy to a neutral state so that thoughts and feelings are in balance and the discussion can stop, basically. And then even in between six chakra and seven chakra, there is another chakra called Kameshwari, Kameshwara chakra where actually the solar and the lunar, they completely come together. And uh, no, in an eternal embrace, then often there you find no, the couple of Shiva and Shakti shown in an embrace are totally like, yeah, one. And, and then the final journey can happen. And there actually we also find a... Um, a little change in that story in the sense that the opposition between solar and lunar which are two modes of yeah of looking at things of existing they become the more principal or more original duality you can say of consciousness and energy no. now also in the chakras there is lunar and solar energy no, there especially we see also now on the typical drawings, the Ida Nadi, the Pingala Nadi, like um, meandering around the chakras, 
no? which basically means first chakra, third chakra, fifth chakra are predominantly solar, but that does not mean that they are only solar, but predominantly. And second, fourth and sixth chakra are predominantly lunar. But each problem that we can see in any chakra, and then also you can say each emotion that relates to that, is actually a problem of imbalance between solar and lunar. No? So if you look at industrial agriculture, let's say, no? that is part of the first chakra work to grow crops and you know have food enough for everybody. So the way it's being done in industrial agriculture is of course very solar, very male, very rational, very aggressive, <laughs> uh, very much not taking into account long-term effects, uh, balances that are there in nature, not being gentle, let's say, enough uh, for for those plants. And uh, in, in, in that way, no, there is there an imbalance and there is more lunar approach to agriculture needed, which we then find in organic agriculture. Um, where no, we'll, we'll be much more attentive to, to the detail and much more also, yeah, feeling no, what is going on and not only uh, measuring how many, I don't know, tons of, of wheat we got out of a, a hectare of land. No? Actually, it is one of my habits whenever I see a problem and I'm kind of having a problem to understand it, no? I look at it in terms of what is here the solar argument and what is here the lunar argument, let's say. You know? And then very easily we can see. And very easily then also knowing that solar and lunar anyhow somehow have to balance each other, then you know the solution comes. And then it's also easy to see that you know in, in some situation either the lunar or the solar is a little bit too much dominating. You know? And I would say our society which is quite patriarchal since a yeah, few thousands of years already, uh, tends to be too much solar in approaching many things. But okay, some individual situations that we can find um, may, may also be otherwise and, and may point more to an imbalance that is caused by too much lunar energy. No? Uh, and that certainly in, in spiritual circles we can also see when people start understanding a little bit how different energies around them affect them, they become like real lunatics no? <laughs> and very easily become imbalanced by whatever happens around them. No? That is too much sensitivity then which 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 comes. No? It's quite all right in and, and quite natural in a way in, in spiritual growth to develop more sensitivity. But at some point, we also need to be able to say uh, to our feelings, okay, it's enough. No? Now, you know, we move forward. <laughs> now we're going to do something, even though we feel uncertain about it. No? So, in ourselves, in our relationships, in our families, in all kinds of groups, and then definitely in society in general, this understanding is very important and very helpful. And in a way, you know, you could explain also the entire yogic philosophy with all the details there from this point of view only. That might be an idea for some book sometime. Uh, but it truly is um, the most essential duality. Solar, lunar 
and then consciousness energy we can also relate to the same thing so then you actually have the whole problem <laughs> yeah and the answer being in the balance you know? if you feel i'm more like an introverted person that actually means no, you feel more lunar. That is also part of being more lunar. No? Being more lunar is feeling. So feeling is not expression. Expression is more solar. And, you know, impression is, is more, more lunar. No? So then by understanding that solar and lunar energies somehow have to be balanced, we can also say that here your introversion at some point will have to be balanced by some more expression also. And uh, yeah, but take your time. No? And then the path of yoga, it consists of two basic movements. No? The first movement being the movement inside to there find the peace and the bliss of the self. And the second movement being again no, the coming out of that and the expression of of that feeling of that understanding in life and and in society and in interaction with others so definitely you know when you feel that your connection to the inside is still a little bit weak not so easy to go there easily whenever you are outside involved yeah you get distracted or even imbalanced then for sure it is time to mostly go inside. So that part of the path logically comes first. You know? And in that way I wouldn't worry about this tendency to want to withdraw. But um, at some point you know, it will have to change. And you'll have to be more working on bringing it out. But maybe first better develop it well inside you know, that you have this easy connection there before you bring it out but at some point there some balance will have to be there and of course uh, you are not always there free to choose you know? in as far as you have to interact then there you should a little bit watch to not be too attached to this going inside and feeling connected there but also yeah try to bring out already whatever you have found there and and interact with others as it is needed no? in some way also we have to continue behaving naturally and in you know life sometimes we are called outside no? even though we don't want to and that can be for many reasons no? if we feel sad about somebody dying we also don't want to go to work but okay at some point we have to go to work and the uh, same way here you know a little attachment to your inner bliss and peace okay it's what we want in yoga no it is it is very important so there's nothing against it but too much attachment there is also not going to work very well no? then then anything will start disturbing you no? then even the birds let's say they will start disturbing it so okay any time that you feel you cannot avoid going outside getting involved with the outside you should also no, not resist it but for sure when once we start doing the real work logically a period where we maximally try to withdraw is there no, that is logical that is uh, also advisable in a way no, that 
that sattvic feeling, that light feeling, it is easily destroyed from the outside. No? And, and so, first we have to make that strong. And that is also why, if you look at how sadhus and monks, you know, they live in the first years, and sometimes for maybe 10 years or even more, they will totally withdraw. And that is also what their teacher will tell them to do. They will totally withdraw, maximally develop this inner connection. Before then, again, the teacher will push them outside to do, I don't know, some selfless service or some other thing in society so that they can also do the second part of the path, no? bringing out whatever they have found inside and whenever then they feel they've lost it, to then again go inside and again find it. No? That, that movement is there. This is also called the path of Shiva, no? going inside and the path of Vishnu coming out. No? And Vishnu and Shiva also are shown Harihara, no? Hari being Vishnu, Hara being Shiva. So, half Shiva, half Vishnu. That is the real yogi who has mastered both these sides. No? I've said it many times, if you only can find that peace and bliss by closing your eyes and your door, then you are not yet ready. No? Then you are not yet done. You should be able to keep it even with eyes and door open no? and interacting with others. But in the beginning that is a little hard. So if that always brings you out of balance and you have the choice not to do that, then fine. No? Yeah, I understand that and uh, that may also point to maybe some need to change your practice a little bit. If you have a practice of developing, first of all, no, peace, bliss, which is a very gentle thing. Something which you, you have to take like this. Now, if you take it like this, it breaks. It's, it's, very, it's very sensitive. It's very, very beautiful, very sensitive. But then we have to also make it strong. And that is more the path of Shiva. That is more the path of Kali and, and Durga. And these are very strong, powerful figures. No? Lakshmi is like a lotus flower, no? beautiful but fragile. Kali is not fragile. No? So, um, that, that then may require some change in, in your practice. For example, when we talk about mantra meditation, then a different kind of mantra might be used to bring more of that strength. And definitely other practices are there that I would say are more solar, and in that way are going to more increase your strength. No? Because strength is a solar thing. I'm sorry, I don't want to stigmatize ladies at all. I know ladies can be very strong. But um, no, the solar is where we get that kind of determination. And, you know, when we have that power, let's say, nobody's going to take away our inner peace, no? Uh, and, and so that is something which we need to develop, maybe by changing a little bit the practice. Um, anyhow, any concentration practice also there is going to be very helpful. You know? Because this sensitivity 
of that very yeah beautiful little flower inside which is the self that you cannot change it you cannot make that let's say hard the main problem here is mind because basically mind is also very lunar compared to ego which is very solar so then whatever practice we do with our ego with our willpower that forces mind to let's say obey and do what it's being told that will help developing this kind of strength that you need to then also move into life and deal with whatever is there and not be so very sensitive so you know if we meditate and we can already there easily come to a place of peace and bliss that is great but maybe then still we do need some more concentration exercises there where we really get a hold of of mind no never forget how shiva is always sitting on the tiger skin of mind no he skinned it yeah <laughs> he's got it under control so that is also what as a yogi whether you are a man or a woman have to be able to do and uh, this is also where if you look in in the practices that sadhus do some really difficult and hard practices are being done no? to create that willpower to become independent of the conditions that are around you know? i remember meditating in ganga quite a lot with you know water coming up to here ice cold and some stones on my legs to keep me from floating this is the kind of practice then also that can be very helpful you know? working with pain we've talked about that few weeks ago um tapasyan burning putting yourself on the barbecue so that you know you get more strong and always no think in terms of balancing it is not because you are doing this kind of practices that can make you more strong that you also do not have to spend some time on that very sattvic beautiful feeling of the lotus flower inside of you no and of the love which is there and the beauty which is there and the gentleness which is there you know that should also be there many people who very much go into the heart practices the heart tapasyas they become so serious they can't smile even you know? <laughs> i've seen some sadhus like that so serious my god <laughs> terrible so you know always think in terms of how can i balance things rather than getting confused do i have to go this way or you have to go that way no sometimes you go this way sometimes you go that way so that in fact you're walking in the middle no and and yeah not so difficult to do i mean uh, many of these practices are part of the yoga tradition also no standing on one leg for a long time sitting in a posture for a long time without any movement these are all relatively hard practices which teach you that 
but then do not forget also sing a little bit of bhajans, make some nice food, meet some good friends, you know, the lunar part. 